0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Well another show sure it's for you, those that work so hard for your money. And you're now ready for your money. To start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now, but you want it right now. So you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But more importantly, guys, I know it's not just by getting rich for you because you're good people. And naturally, as good people, you, you don't want to just get rich for yourself, but you want to create a rich life so that as you are blessed financially, as you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck, and you don't need that job, you're now work optional, you now can bless the lives of those that are around you too. Guys, that is exactly the ripple effect I'm here to create for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all of you that have been binging. You've even been sharing it with other people as well. Heck, we've even got a guest today that also has heard the podcast. So appreciate you guys really tuning in today because without you guys, we could not create this ripple effect. Hey, as a reminder, if you haven't done so already, you're really looking to figure out how to get your New Year's goals working for you, especially if you want passive income, go check our website, moneyripples.com. Lots of great information and lots of ways for you to be able to figure out, especially with that calculator we have, to figure out how much cash flow you could create in 2024. So go ahead and take that today. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income, from making at least double-digit returns on your money. And get this, it's only a $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp. does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn double-digit returns on. It, that means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if you want to learn more about that, go check out Secured Investment Corp dot com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I'm excited to bring on Bob Smith here today. So Bob actually is one of our VIP members, right? He's working with us on the client side. He's also done infinite banking, but I was really interested in hearing Bob's story here, not just from a personal level, but to be able to really see kind of his perspective. You know, what is he doing? What got him to take those next steps to be able to start doing these these strategies that we talk about in the show so often, right? So I wanted to make this really real for you guys. Just to let you know a little bit about Bob here. Now, Bob is out and he's been in the, you know, he's got the co-owner of Michelle's products that's on Amazon as well as going on walmart.com. Uh, at the same time, he's also been in the Louisiana and Texas Army National Guard, uh, coming on retirement in just a few months here. So really excited for him that way. Uh, he's been doing all-term investments really since 2016. Some of these things like private lending and whatnot, uh, working as a you know scientist in environmental engineering and things like that. So really excited to have him on today. So Bob, you know, welcome to our show today. Thanks for having me. So to give us a little bit more of your backstory. Uh, tell us more about who Bob really is. Bob, uh,
1: born and raised in Louisiana. Just a simple guy. That's all there is to, I'm not anything fancy. I'm one of those guys that uh, nothing came easy to me. Everything was, it seemed like it was always harder for me. I always had to work extra hard to learn it to get involved. Yeah, that that's pretty much me. I, I grew up in a small town in Louisiana and just moved to Texas um, in 2000, got married and been married since then in 2024. Yeah, going 24 years of marriage. Congratulations, um, that's great. So so basically, since I moved to Texas, I've been working for consulting firms, like you mentioned earlier, and I've always been striving to do what, I'll just call his name out, call it the Dave Ramsey method. I always put your money away. Mm-hmm. Always strive to retire, and I I follow those business models since 2001. Um, I started investing in stock market, and I've always heard these promises from brokers and from everyone about if you put this much money away, you'll get this much money in return. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been doing that since 2001. You know, wasn't very rich. We were never really making a ton of money. We made good money, above average money, but not like what I hoped um, would would turn out for like, let's say retirement, putting money in my 401ks. And so I just, I started brainstorming over the many years, watching YouTube videos and and I finally dabbled into private lending, I had all this excess fund. And that was kind of the eye opener for me was, you know, getting away from the stock market basically. And so I didn't get hundred percent away, but I kind of pulled a lot of the money out of the stock market and started private lending with my brother-in-law who, who flipped houses. So that after I saw the successes in that, I saw, I felt I had more control. And so that's kind of where my simple life started. I just always followed the crowd initially Mm -hmm. of work hard, live cheap, live poor, put all your money in retirement. And in the end, I really wasn't seeing the performance that I was constantly promised by the, I went through probably four different broker companies. Wow. And all I could get when I inquired back in 2008, why I lost all this money and never was told. All I get was you got to ride the wave. And mm-hmm. I kept seeing these numbers pumped out by everyone about the S&P has been performing all these years. It'll, it'll grow by the time I'm 60. Well, I've been investing since I was 23. You know, it's most of the money I got in there is the money that I have figured a way to get to grow, not the stock market.
0: Oh, that's insightful right there. Is it because I mean, really, I, I know there's a lot of people that fit that category, right? Where if they're really honest with themselves, like, wait a minute, the whole reason I have as much money as I have is because I... Save that money, not because I mean the market might have helped a little bit at least, right? But it's really it, it, it been, did help a little, little
1: bit. It did help a little bit. I took advantage of nine eleven when the yeah. when the market crashed. I took advantage of that. I took advantage of COVID a little bit things here and there. But it's too. I, I just see more people in my life. And it might be different from the from a lot of people, but I see more people in my life where they're about to retire and they had to come out of retirement because of the mm-hmm. stock market, because of the crash, and because the number one thing that I noticed was they didn't have control, right? They were just being told what to do and follow the crowd. And then the number one thing that kind of caught my eye when I would go meet with these brokers and I'll present my financial records and my money that I have that I'm trying to get to grow, they're well, hey, you're doing better than 80, 85% of American people. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was an eye-opener. And that's when I kind of started looking to private lending.
0: What what got you that faith to do something like that? Cause that's that's a big leap to go from, you know, saving, following financial advisors, following Dave Ramsey to all of a sudden not just investing, alternative investments, right? was, you know, someone that, you know, maybe had many, many years of experience, you actually put it with your brother-in-law flipping properties, you know, which and is he had a, even he higher had, he, risk in some ways.
1: Yeah, correct. So the 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 difference that I noticed was um, tangibleness, physical assets. Mm-hmm. He hit me up a few times a couple of years prior to that. I and mean, I didn't feel mm-hmm. that he was ready to to do that personally, but eventually i pulled the trigger with him. And what kind of was the alley opener was sitting down reading up on like it's a fiscal piece of property as opposed to a piece of paper or part ownership of Apple or you know any kind of stock stock company. And so if he defaults or doesn't pay my money back, I get that house. And as long as the house value is worth more than what I gave him, I'm fine with that. Um so I knew enough from the background of like how to, you know, take a you know, go to a lawyer and get legal advice about how to take a house back. Well, I didn't have to do that. He paid me 10% interest you know, from 2016 all the way up to we're still doing business now together. He's just a smaller, uh, small-time real estate agent. So uh, he was helping me grow some of the money, but not all of my money. And I wanted to see the goal of all the money growing. So the whole leap of faith for me was fiscal assets. And the other main thing that kind of motivated me was the, the, the fall of the crowd of put X amount of dollars away from your paycheck into a 401k or a mutual fund. Mm -hmm. statistically for me never worked and a lot of people will tell me that oh you should have went with this company and i said well i went with four of the top four companies in the world and um worked out and in fact if it took fees from me (laughs) while i was losing money so Mm -hmm. i wish i had that kind of job where i could take your money and not be successful and and still have my job (laughs) right so that's that's that was the whole plunge it's just i just got to jump into it uh but you still have to do your vetting you still have to do your due diligence and the on the one thing that kind of got me into private lending on that part. And also with you guys was the, it's in writing and it's tangible. And if anything goes wrong, there's to a certain degree, a promise of, of a way of getting my money back somehow, some way Um, it just depends. Not all of them like that, but, uh, but if it's tangible property, I like that. Well, I know you've
0: started to invest with some of our vetted investors that we have within our group as well. And, you know, is that kind of the same feeling you had as you know, when you're looking at these deals, you're thinking, "I want something that I can claim it has some tangible asset behind it." Like, what what are the kind of the questions you're asking yourself now?
1: So, so one of the things that and there's a uh, Craig introduced me to book, um, "Hands Off uh, Investor." Yeah, um, I guess basically what when Craig presented what y'all do, and then when I started listening to these companies, and I saw how what was it's real easy to look up a company anywhere and look at their background or any kind of SEC claims against them. and as long as you vetted it, and then I don't see those issues. And I didn't go with every one of your vetted. I I looked at some of your companies, and I was like, ah, that's not for me. I don't quite understand it. But there's like mm-hmm. three to four companies I'm working with. They made perfect sense to me. They're simple, straightforward, uh, simple interest. They, you know, uh, going to pay me interest monthly and quarterly. And I, I had they, no one has missed a beat yet. Um, I did my due diligence on all of them and researched them. I couldn't find any negative claims or ponzi screens or anything like that i mean i, I probably spent two days three days straight just researching and reading up on them looking at how much skin they got in the game right and if they go under they're gonna lose everything too out their own uh, personal life you just don't jump in and don't do what chris moss tells you to do you still have to do your due diligence and, and research mm-hmm. and i've done that like i said I'm on probably a third a half years i've looked at them they're good companies but does it fit my my portfolio no, I did not decide not to do that.
0: That's that's one thing I think is so so good to know, because when I've talked to certain people, they'll say like, well, you just open up your investor group. I was like, well, yes and no. We, we have a whole buffet, but that's the problem. I see a lot of companies will try to just throw a whole buffet out there, and a lot of them don't really do very good due diligence on those companies anyways. They often will just connect with them because they pay them money to yeah. promote them, right? Really, unlike those buffets, we try to make sure that you get narrowed down to what actually fits for your objectives, right? For your... Right. Investing style, so to speak, which is why we have to have twenty plus operators for you to maybe narrow down to like four to six, you know. And- yeah, and,
1: and that's all you really need for the most part. Now, my goal is is to keep growing, you know. Mm-hmm. um But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's all about vetting, uh, and that was the problem I was having while I was private lending. I was stuck with my brother-in-law, loving the mm-hmm. death, but I just had so much other liquid cash that needed to be working. I want a hundred percent of my money working. Yeah, I do keep a surplus of cash mm-hmm. uh, within our business, so if anything goes wrong, uh, you know the economy tanks, we can feed the family still uh, yeah. while we try to resolve the issue. It's all about being like, uh, you know, like a prepper. You know, you, you have food storage, you you have money, you have access to cash, you know, as as a contingency. But in the meantime, uh, I don't want to hoard the money in the bank and just let it sit there and not work. I um, mean, hey, you have 200 grand in the bank, and then 10 years later, it's only worth $100,000 in buying power. Right. And so that was my concern, and I had that issue. I had a lot of money in the savings account uh, that we would put away, and I'll put a certain percentage the stock market. And, and it's just it just wasn't growing fast enough, and I'm at 46 now, and people are like, oh, you got to your 60, 61. I said, yeah, 15 years goes fast, and I don't want to mm-hmm. be in that position of like trying to fix an issue at 60, 61 years old and i don't want to rely 100% on social security. The goal is is to set myself up where i'm not going to rely on social security at all. And if i get it i get it. If i don't i don't. I'm I, i'm prepared. So i'm trying to change that mindset too. Not only as being my own banker, um but also not rely on the government, you know. They're not right. they don't have good, you know, batting percentage when it comes to being successful on profiting or making cash They're more about taking money.
0: It's a good thing you're retiring soon because they can't get you on that one, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm taking all that money and it's constantly being reinvested. It never really goes to a bank. And that's, I'm, that's how I'm funding the uh, my whole life is, yeah. is through my military paychecks or paying for my whole life premiums. And as it grows and as my cash value grows on my whole life, then it's I'm immediately pulling that cash value that I'm allowed to borrow against and mm-hmm. investing with you guys and so i've got Mm -hmm. yeah and i've got a combination i've got my board of multiple all the companies i got listed where i got cash and it shows where i've got liquid cash with these guys and i actually have a wl for whole life this is whole life money so if i get paid 12 percent interest all i gotta do is subtract what the interest that i borrow against and that's my profit and so that's that's it's it's this whole numbers game it's real straightforward and easy
0: well that's a a you kind of brought up an interesting point that I never considered before is that, you know, we talk about the ripple effect on the show a lot, right? And, you know, you're talking about, well, the government, if they can't spend their money really well, at least whatever money there's, in, you know, in quote unquote, investing in me, at least I can then invest that, make it bigger and better, right? Which, right. now it's kind of making me feel even a, a more of a responsibility for this ripple effect, because if we can get the government money, even if it's being blown and crappy stuff which you know anytime you want to make something more expensive just give it to the government they'll yep. find a way to make it double the price right but, but for the fact that money gets invested in someone like you you take that money you make more with it you become a wise steward of that money it just gets yeah. better that's
1: yeah that's awesome. uh, and, and i and i feel bad like i I'm, i kind of i've been a little bit frustrated with like for an example the school system or just basically the american way of life keeping up with the joneses yeah. uh, i think that if we can re-educate ourselves we're I, I took the initiative to re-educate myself and my children that when you get a paycheck, be wise with it. Spend your money wisely, spend what you want, get your needs not what you want, um, but put that money to work. And it's nice. Um, and so it's even within a few months of working with you guys, it's been a blessing in disguise because the goal was on my end is with my whole life. For the past few years, I always poked fun of myself and my wife will poke fun of me, too. So they, all that premium you put in that whole life, that's a lot of money you put in there to pay your premiums um, that we could play with. So mm-hmm. I set small goals. And so for an example, um, you know, the money that I, I get paid by the military, I said, all right, that's going, that's covering my premiums for my whole life. Plus the money I pull, I pull money out from the business to pay for my premiums. And the goal was, was to take this excess money and whole life cash value with all this excess money that has sit in the bank account still and put that to work. And the goal was, was to cover. My first goal was to cover my annual premiums with the other money. Mm-hmm. So the interest that I'm getting paid monthly and quarterly is now actually I've already in a few months has already covered the cost of my premium. So not right. only am I paying my premiums annually and the cash value growing and a debt benefits growing on one end, on the other end, I'm receiving cash flow monthly and quarterly to cover that. So yeah. now I'm not short, of money that's going towards my premium, actually, it's a break even. And now I've got more money to play with. I can do two things with that money I can play with that's now being covered by the passive income that you guys have helped me acquire through these investments. Is I can reinvest it, or I can play with the money. The end. Or I guess you make it a third one, emergency money. So and
0: you brought, and that's a, and that's a great strategy. That's one that if I find find that when we talk about it, it's the opposite of what you hear from a lot of the other infinite bankers out there, right? When they're teaching that strategy, because a lot of them will tell you, hey, just scrap together whatever little scraps you have and just throw everything in here and make it a bill pay account, right? Like pay your bills with this and all that kind of stuff where we've even had people come to us with that perspective. Mm -hmm. They'll say, oh, so I'm just supposed to take all of my money and throw it in here and then I invest it? No, no, actually you put some of your emergency fund in there maybe for the first few years, but really you're going to be investing your money in that first year or so getting that money, paying you cash flow, and Then that helps fund the policy for you so that yeah. it doesn't have to come out of pocket. Right. It, it's, and not to mention it's still, even though it's, it might feel like an expense, the truth is almost all of it's going to cash value anyways. And after a couple of years, it does go to cash value. So it's really just a savings account. You're just building up into to then reinvest to make more with it and, and just get that, that acceleration cycle happening as it builds faster and faster.
1: And, that, and that's what it is all about, the acceleration. So the first, I think I've seen people talk to people about the whole life and they kind of like, oh, man, that's a lot of money putting away. And I said, yeah, but here's what I'm going to be doing with that money. Or this is what it's going to be doing for me on the back end also. And uh, so once I explain that, oh, okay. And so it's it's all about the way I look at my life is like a, like a graph. I always, always want to see my numbers game on my end to cover not only me and my wife, but also my children. That's what motivates me. Is my family, but I always want to see a, a, an uptrend graph. I always want to, as long as I don't care if it's 2% growth, as long as it's growing in an uptrend manner for the rest of my lifetime, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And then the, the trust will carry over to the children. And then they do the same thing, hopefully. Uh, but that's that's how it's supposed to be for me is an uptrend. I don't want to be receiving money and spending money and seeing my numbers in a downtrend or even let alone a, a, a flat trend. Flat trend is better than a negative trend, downtrend. But, um, but yeah, exactly. The the money uh, should be always growing all the time, and and stop yeah. keeping up with the Joneses and and trying yeah. to get the bigger house. We are a very conservative living lifestyle. We don't buy lavish cars. I never bought a new car. A lot of people bought one when we first got married, and that was a mistake. We buy simple, used, good cars to get us around, and it saves us a ton of money. That's just the way we do it. A lot of people are like oh need to buy new, 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 but that's just, I don't want my money tied up in a house. I don't want my money tied up in a car. I just don't, I don't like that. Um, if I become a millionaire, then okay, I'll think about it then, but I'm not a 1000000 I'm not a millionaire technically, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that, not yet, but you're getting there pretty quick, right?
1: <laughs> I actually kind of surprised myself once I sit down with Craig and I was crunching the numbers, I, oh. I got more cash than I thought. <laughs> so they worth more than I thought. So that kind of helped yeah. motivate me too and that kind of took the jitters off the plate. Um that's great. But yes, yeah, since I've been with you guys since gosh, May, I'm I'm loving every bit of it. Um the the vetted program that you guys have provided to us on the monthly programs, uh sitting down with Craig and and taking advice from him, uh there was a lot of things that I thought I knew what I was doing and then once I talked to you guys, I was like, "Oh, I was not quite 100 percent correct on certain topics, but he helped me clarify and And it's just just a matter of building up. If I had my advice for anyone that's, you know, sitting on the on the edge of the fence to to go with you guys, to go with the money ripples effect, and and they have the cash that's there to do it, then I would highly recommend doing it because, like I said, we freed up two three thousand dollars a month in cash flow because we are now working with investors. That will pay us a certain percentage passive income by working with them. That's awesome. That's great to hear, man.
0: I was actually going to ask you that. I was, I was, I was going. I was kind of wondering. It's like, well, what made you pick us versus, I mean, almost anybody out. I mean, not like there's a lot of people that do exactly what we do on the one-on-one side, but yeah, there's plenty of people that do infinite banking. There's plenty of people that that say, hey, I'll help you with create passive income. Well, what what was it about us that made you feel different about this?
1: It's funny you it's funny you say that. It's 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 all about the one thing I always tell people, and I'm gonna throw this in there real quick. The one thing I tell people all the time as best or as best I can, they, I don't matter if they're listening to me or not, always have your head on a bobble. Always be observant. Always if you see something on a billboard, read it and then look it up on your phone, whatever. The way I found you guys was actually when I used to invest with another company that had a AI, you were actually gonna be a speaker there at a at a at a guest uh conference, a guest speaker. Like, who is this guy? And, you know, and, I, and it had a little snippet about you. I was like, yeah, okay, let me read it. So I went on there and I I looked you up on YouTube and I started watching your videos. I was like, this is the guy I need to talk to because for like a year, almost two years straight, I've been so frustrated because I'm like, who do I talk to to continue to do private lending, to invest in syndicates, or to invest in properties? I wasn't going to jump in and and just watch random news on YouTube, dudes on YouTube and go off of what they say. I need to get involved in a in a program, a club where I can put this money to work with tangible assets and not some uh, made up dream that if you put your money here, it's going to grow. Yeah. And so that's when I made the contact to you guys and immediately between you and Craig and your company, the communication was there. The information you presented was simple, straight to the point and how it's going to work. And basically, you had a good plan laid out. And of all the programs I looked at for many, many years, Money Ripples was straightforward, simple. And I did not, and I'm very cautious to certain. I've been scammed here and there in the past, but Money Ripples, uh, just the way y'all laid it out to me is what I was looking for. And it's just basically get the freaking money to work. And that's what they're supposed to do. I've always heard about it from Warren Buffett, Donald Trump, how they put their money to use. And it ain't the stock market. Well, Warren Buffett's stock market, but he does a lot of other things.
0: He ends up owning yeah. the businesses. He doesn't just yeah. play with them. He doesn't stock trade them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I get frustrated. And I hate to throw him under the bus a little bit. Dave Ramsey, he talks about putting money, mutual fund, mutual fund, mutual fund. But it's really easy to look him up. The majority mm-hmm. of his money is just out in real estate. Yeah you know, tangible assets. And I'm like, well, I don't get it. And I don't like, I don't like that kind of BS where you're going to tell me to put all the money in one basket, but you're not, if you're not doing the same thing, then why should I do what you tell me?
0: Amen to that. Well, Bob, I appreciate having you on here today. It's been a great conversation. Man, I can't believe how much time has flown
1: <laughs> as yeah.
0: we've been talking, so-
1: yeah, I thought um, yeah. we, we dragged it out a little bit too long. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, you already gave some great, great, um, great nuggets. Any any other last words of advice you would give anybody who's just on this journey? Maybe they're early on. Maybe they've been searching. What would you recommend to them today?
1: If you're in your early years, and you you're wanting to get to this point, you know, follow the method of get a good job and put some money away. You can't just pull money out of the air. Um, get educated don't, there's no dumb question. Ask a thousand questions. I've asked the dumbest questions on purpose, even though I know the answers, just to see what their response. And I always find something new. So always ask questions. There's no dumb questions. Self-educate and don't follow the crowd. I'm sorry. You can follow the crowd, but if you're going to follow the crowd, make sure you have about two or three other paths to follow. Because I did that all the up to 2016, I was following the crowd and I stuck with that one path. And then when I keep hearing these brokers say, you know, you're doing better than 80 percent of American people, that's not, that's not what I want to hear. Something's wrong with that. Um, and so, you know, diversify. So yeah, key, if you want to keep working, go to college, yeah, absolutely go for it, but don't just rely on that one path and follow the crowd that that one path you need to have, uh, the way I say it, you need about five different paths of cash flow. That's the way I look at it.
0: That's great advice. That's wise advice it really is Bob. So again, thank you so much. And, uh, Yeah, everybody, you know, that's, I, I, again, if I were to recap what I heard Bob say as well, I mean, he said, like you can get educated, in fact, get educated, be curious, ask good questions, you know, always be asked questions, always be learning and always be looking for ways to apply that learning too, so that it actually creates real results in your life. You know, like, and he's living evidence of that, right? I mean, that's, you know, now he's going to have brokers that wish they could do what he did. That's what's (laughs) going to start happening. So uh, again, Bob, thank you so much for your time and everybody else, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, keep learning, keep educating yourself, keep growing. And then at some point when you're ready, take action, but make sure you're taking the right deliberate, intentional action so that you get the life that you have always dreamed of guys, make it a wonderful and prosperous week and we'll see you later.